Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. This week, we will talk about the Monday show, Jenny Mullen Returns, and the Thursday show, Jordan's Canadian Girlfriend, Robin's Summer Sweater, Jeff's Horse Bite. Mm, how dare he call me a horse? But before we introduce our guests and catch up, there's some breaking news. Today is Juneteenth. Happy Father's Day and happy birthday yesterday to Superfan Megan. All right. Well, all right. Everybody off mute. Let's see. Let's uh, let's go around the room and introduce all these uh, fabulous people that we have back on. It's been a very long time and a lot of big changes in his life. Uh, back to the show, Luke Chastain. Hey, thanks for having me back. What? To <laughs> share with everybody what's going on in your life. So much has changed since the last time we spoke. Oh my God. So I left, I left that one message, which ended up being on like a, a show that you ended up apologizing for in the next episode. So just, <laughs> just in case people didn't make it to my message. So I went, I moved to, to Germany about 10 years ago. And the idea was I wasn't happy in San Francisco and a friend offered me a job out in Berlin. And I was like, that sounds great. I'll go out there. I'll go have some life experiences and then have fun for two years, do some hard work, come back. And then I can just find, maybe I want to live in LA. Maybe I want to live up in Seattle. I don't even know. And, um, I ended up meeting somebody and having a, a kid and, and it didn't go great having uh getting pregnant seven months into a relationship but uh yeah well you know and it it remained tough for for years and years and years and then around covid i decided like uh, europe had totally screwed up like the vaccine process and the us had bought all of the vaccines (laughs) and that's so weird that's so weird yeah. that we would do that. That doesn't sound like <laughs> us. Right, right, right. Grabbing everything and pulling up the ladder behind you. I know. Yeah, yeah no, I, no, uh, no, no, no. Us, I should say. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I had said to her, like, uh, hey, I'm going to go to the U.S. to get vaccinated. Like, and she was kind of freaked out about the whole COVID thing. And I said, if I could get you a vaccination, would you come to the U.S.? And, and, then, and then we could bring my daughter, too, which I hadn't been able to bring I brought her when she was three months when we were still together, but not ever since. And she thought about it for a little bit and, and she was like, yes. And actually when I made that, when I, when I made the decision to make that proposal, it was in the middle of the hallway. My daughter was standing there and my, I, you know, I, it's a, maybe a 10 minute walk back to my house. And by the time I gotten back to my house, my daughter had gone to her laptop and got opened up Skype and written me a, a message that said, I have a new best friend and his name is Papa, <laughs> which is like super oh sweet. Oh my God. I'm so yeah. Like, the, like just that I'd like made that effort because we'd been like fighting forever. And, um, and so the thing about the thing that made like the, the vaccination kind of work for us was it's not like we could just hop into the U S grab the vaccination and leave. You, know, you had to do the double dose. So we had to stay there for a month in the same Airbnb. And um, there was a there was a um, a playground across the street, and there's a bar- barbecue on the balcony. So I would like make uh, I'd make burgers, I'd make salmon or something like that. I'd do some cooking and bring out a bottle of wine, and we sat out there and we kind of just talked through all of our stuff and figured out, you know, all the things that you know we were we'd been kind of upset about for the last few years, and we kind of ended up 
making up and it wasn't kind of fixed then. And, uh, but we'd, uh, we, we kind of kept having our like barbecues at least once a month, maybe twice a month and kept hanging out. And last January, she said, actually, I'd be totally happy to move back to the US. And I said, I would like that too, because I'm a little bit homesick. And, and so we decided to do it. And, and that's what we're, we're up to now. And so uh, amazing. Such yeah. an amazing story that really COVID kind of brought you guys back together somehow. I mean, like, yeah. not somehow, but it did. It did. Uh, it did I mean, in a really a weird, weird way. Love story that I don't know if anyone else has. Uh, I mean, it could be a movie, you know, it could be a little. Uh, I, I'm still surprised, like even now. So like as soon as I'm done with the setup, so I'm, I'm here with my, my microphone and I've got I've got some backlight on me. I've got to tear this down as soon as we're done with this broadcast because uh, wow. people are coming in to clear out this apartment and I've got to just going to light a match and bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Berlin. I think that's called Berlin style. Um. So, oh, just to let everyone know you. So you are in Berlin. You're going to be moving to Idaho. I don't know if you care if people know that. No, I don't. I don't but fine. now, so you're going to be here, what, next week or two weeks? In Not two here weeks, in California, yeah. but here in the United States. So, uh, all right. It's a 14 hour drive to Idaho. I already mapped it out. So I'm for sure fucking coming to visit you. We're going to have to have like some sort of a meetup with, you know, I'm sure Trice will come out. It's not far from him. Right. I mean, Sacramento, Idaho, it's basically the same. Right <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we got, we have two lakes, we have mountains, we have skiing, like it's gonna, it's gonna be a totally different life for, for us in the city life. And I'm super excited about it. That's and, so cool. Yeah. Congratulations. This is amazing. And I'm, I'm glad to be able to catch up with you finally. Yeah. All right, Thank we you. have uh, another uh, special guest. This is someone, my best friend, for 30 years, I believe. <laughs> Not that, and we're like 31, which is weird. Um, but <laughs> welcome back to the show. It's East Coast Jen, baby. What's up, everyone? East Coast Jen, aka Easy Beans Jen, SA Beans Jen. I so I told her I I read her screen as SA Beans. I'm like, oh, you're really like mi mixing it up. <laughs> Into it. I don't have like an amazing story. No. Uh, do you want to talk about the story of how you and <laughs> you oh and uh, P Daddy met? <laughs> um. <laughs> You know, let's get forward. Um, okay, you years. did just celebrate uh, an anniversary last month. I know that. We so, did. The, so we could tie that into it. We had an anniversary. Um, I graduated with a master's degree in an undisclosed subject for my undisclosed profession. Zip, um, zip, zip, and zip. <laughs> um, still living the life uh, down here in North Krakalaki, hating Perfect. every minute of it. So when are you going to make the big move like uh, little Rafi did to old PA? Is there room in the state for the PA Pappy and me? I don't know. I'm thinking I might have to go to a different state now, but oh. <laughs> it's not going to be, well, four years, right? Because Patty Daddy Jr. has got to get out of high school, hopefully in four years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little Rafi, are you going to make room for uh, East Coast Jen in your uh, little old state there? There's not enough space for the both of us. I think North Carolina suits you well. Oh! And I wish you the best. Look at this fresh beef. Damn. This motherfucker. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's okay. I'll just let everyone there know he's a Yankees fan, and the rest of the Phillies fans will chase him out for me. Don't worry. He lets us know by his full, like, head-to-toe uh, garb of uh, Yankees. He's so excited to see what Babe Ruth does this year. I can't wait for that Lou Gehrig to uh, get <laughs> off of the injured reserve list. 
<laughs> All right. Well, it's, I'm just excited to have both of you on uh, and Rafi too, I guess. Uh, Rafi, what's up with you? Anything uh, new with you? New in the uh, PA hood? Yes, but nothing that I want to discuss on here. But, you know, I'm ready to get this show on the road, least because the only sport that I care about, believe it or not, not baseball, is Formula One, and it's starting in an hour and a half. Oh, that's a shame. Let's talk more about something else. <laughs> Let's talk about my backyard. I'm sitting, I'm sitting in my backyard right now, which I don't usually record back here, but Rafi and I have recorded in these chairs that I'm pointing out to people that might see this video if I ever put it out. And then this is where I grab some rays. Not Ray Morgan's, but you know, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> and then all my plant, you know, my bamboo, my fig tree, my pomegranate, my tomatoes, my wild tomato that's in the fire pit. You know. Oh, Rafi, this is should no, be time you're on mute. <laughs> hey Lisa, can you like in more detail describe all the foliage that's around you? Yeah, like actually, so right here, I, I, I did miss, I didn't tell you about my peppers. So right here I've got Serrano's. Right here, I've got oh uh, poblanos. I've got cayennes here, and then these tapins are over here. And then some wild fennel right next to it, and some mustard. So, But if you want, I could take the, the uh, camera around and do the rest, or is that good? I, I did have, I do have three cats <laughs> surrounding me right now. My, uh, <laughs> what are they called? Guardians, yes. <laughs> okay, next. Next! Well, you asked. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have any BFF hotline calls? We actually do. What? Oh, shit. We do have another one, too. Damn it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, oh, nope. That's a text from some kind of spam. We don't need Ooh, that one. Ooh, our best guest yet. <clears throat> so we got a call here. If you would like to call the hotline, the number, of course, is 818-BFF-0732. And let's see who's on the line today. good to hear from you i'm glad that uh we are other stuff that is great way to be described but yeah catch up man i mean i get it sports are important and or whatever to some people like other cool stuff is important to like me or you know say luke i don't know luke do you like sports i do okay uh, never mind no, <laughs> record scratch i was just trying to be put you on my cool team but like whatever our own sport you know i always say the wrong thing <laughs> i'm telling you i'm getting really good at one sport but we don't need to get into that okay oh anything any others Rafi? nope that's all okay i have i have a bff hotline call to hold on my phone ever since i updated it it's doing awesome things uh i cannot hear this 
while Lisa figures out her shit. Luke, what time is it there? Because I thought it was going to be like pitch 430. Black. It's not late. It's it's early. eight it's eight it's eight thirty p.m. Yep. Oh, yeah. okay. I was like, and you're drinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually a little bit sunny, kind of. Oh. Okay. At eight thirty. Yeah, it's nice. All right. Well, it is not playing for some reason. Uh, it is. It was from Adrian. So sh- sorry to you, Adrian. But uh, hopefully, I could get it to work and add it in. I'm sure it was something lovely because you're a lovely person. And I do owe you a uh, thank you for being a fan one-on-one episode soon. My uh, schedule should be getting a little bit. It won't be getting better, but I'll fit you in. (laughs) Okay. Like any good girl should. All right. Do we have any shout outs? Let's go around, LaRafi. Yes. First and foremostly, happy Pride Month to Megan, whose birthday it was yesterday. Spoke with her on the phone. Happy Father's Day, Luke, and all the other fathers out there. Happy Juneteenth to Texas. And, um, you know, shout out to me for being here. Until four o'clock, at which point, whether you're describing your backyard's foliage or something else, I will abruptly end this. My backyard? You want to check out my... (laughs) I will be watching Formula One, whether we're done with this show or not. (laughs) On the show, hopefully. Okay. Jen, do you have any shout outs? Shout out to Patty Daddy. I mean, shout out to, of course, Juneteenth and Pride Month and Father's Day and everyone that I would give a shout out to, which is pretty much just you, is already here. The only other person I can think of, even though I hate to say his name, would be Trice. (laughs) It's a reverse shout out. It's more of a you suck. (laughs) Reverse osmosis. I like that. Uh, Wait. Oh, I forgot to shout out my uh, poor man's margarita that I'm drinking. I hope others are drinking with us. <laughs> oh, is that one for What, your what makes a poor man? He made it. <laughs> um, no. It's that I use lemonade instead of like a margarita mix. Like, Got it. Taking so it's effort. a skinny margarita is basically what you're saying. No, that's what white women call it. Crystal I call margarita. It a poor man's. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I do make a, I do it with lemon juice. So I guess that's what a skinny margarita should be. Okay. Now that we halted the show to shout out a drink luke do we, we have always any... do that except for this usually, time i can't we don't usually the halt can. the show we usually start the show with the drink but well you're you back too busy telling us about trees or something conversation about what you're drinking before we started all this so oh my kombucha yeah uh kombucha raspberry lemonade fermented beverage does not give me diarrhea as, as it does to some people in the room diarrhea in a can people. i wish it gave me some sort of anything except for just <laughs> the natural goodness that it is the beautiful i'm fermented my flora and fauna is just working hard uh meriwether is flitting around in my garden all right luke do we have any shout outs so i, I will say as somebody is moving and I had to have a, a quick uh, fire sale of everything in their apartment i appreciate the and bought my tv and left me some beer like i just want to like, like let's all catch that crack yes and that, uh that's a, that was a zuber crack yeah that i i just gotta say like uh, thank you for a being on time and then bringing beer also like i don't know who these people were but they're amazing and uh that's thank pretty you. awesome they sound pretty german to me they're on time <laughs> and they bring beer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all your shout outs 
That's my, those are my shout outs. All right. Uh, I do have some shout outs. Shout out to the TNC. Shout out to East Coast Jen. She's here somewhere. Shout out to the B team, Leanne, Dr. Jen, and the person piloting the like bike tricycle. Uh, he is a hustler, guys. He's uh, playing the Patreon game because he canceled his Patreon and said the reason was that we weren't getting live streams or that there was some there was a, some commotion about the fact that we aren't getting our live streams. And we ended up maybe, I don't know the timing on the day that he did that. And then Allison announces a live stream planned. I don't know. I think it seems uh, like uh, Trice is doing the Lord's work here. So I don't know if he's going to get back in. But one thing is he's got two months off because her live stream is not until the end of July. So maybe we should all take two months off. Shit. Yeah. I, already pay, I already paid for June. <laughs> I, I paid for a year. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, I was almost an idiot. Now I'm like, maybe I should just, oh, that's a good idea. Only pay on the months that she's having the live stream. Ah, hello. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Okay. <clears throat> also really quick about the show last week, uh, comments. Uh, my new nickname, Wild Wine Gums, I think. Thank you. I, I There's a lot of Orange County talking. It kind of gets like weird to like always be bringing this up, but like, I know Orange County gets her bad rep and also everyone wants to live here apparently, but it is 44 cities big. And I've said that many, many times, but Allison's Orange County is much different than the Orange County I grew up in, except for maybe like the couple of years where I lived in the town that uh, Jen and I lived in. It was a little bit like that, but uh, she lives, she lived on the beach. The beach cities are the problem areas is what my problem is because it's very different from where I live and different from the surrounding cities that I live in. So all of Orange County is not like the real housewives on the beach, man. All right. Anyway. And also it was a great episode and I love, I mean, I love not being on because it's super fun to listen, but also getting a break, but also the fact that the B team has friends references as while well, the A team has Seinfeld references. I mean, that just says a lot, but also I just love that. Uh, also, shout out to uh, Delaney, shout out to Ray Morgan, Z Mary Jane, Lauren, Dr. Kel Dr. Kelly, Dr. Angela, Kelly Lundquist, uh, Adrian, Superfan, Megan. I don't know if I said Z Mary Jane already. I probably did, but she can get two because she's great. Tim Ortez, Tamara Holler, Lil Rafi, Ulysses, Demian, Scott, Whitney, and Von Carmen's Olive. All right. I think that's all of our shout outs. Shall we get on to Monday? Do we have any other business to attend to? I'm ready to go. All right, then how about Luke? Okay, I'll start it off first. All right. Okay, so Monday, Jenny Mullen returns. At the top, we got a commercial for Childworthy. It replaced, sorry. At the Childworthy? <laughs> I literally wrote that in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Lauren Kelly for put that into, into my head, I think, because she did that segment once. Okay. At the top of the show, the childish ad was replaced with an upworthy ad. I don't know if that happened last week. I don't remember, but uh, I wonder how long this is going to last. I hope not as long as the childish one did because that got really kind of annoying. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jenny Mullen's new book, City of Lights, came out, and that is what she is hawking. Uh, Luke... What do you uh, what do you want to bring to the table? What topic do, would you like to talk about? Well, uh, the first so a couple so a couple of things. I watched on the video. Like I don't know if you guys watched the video version. Rafi usually does. I never do. Yeah, and and I I appreciate that. Like Jenny showed up with like a sure my 
she was she sounded great she was kind of hiding behind her bed to make sure that the the audio was really good and uh and you know what was funny to me is like i was looking at her like going like because she's talking about being a mom and she's kind of talking about the age of her kids and uh i didn't actually realize that she was married to jason biggs until a little bit later and i'm like how old is she because she she actually looks really good and then i looked it up and it turns out that she and i are the exact same age and i'm like oh my god like because <laughs> i look in the mirror and i do <laughs> I, didn't, I don't look like that is so it hit me hard <laughs> you know i i had forgotten that she was ma- married to him and i i was kind of remembering the last time she was on but i can't rem- i forgot that she she was on so long ago so it, i mean it's been a while how old is she not that we need to know your age she's 43 okay so- I don't know if we're the same year because I was beginning of 79, so she might be 78, but uh, so I don't know exact age, but yeah, we're, we're at least the same age. Okay. I'm going to look her up because I got a couple years on her. <laughs> East Coast Jen, what, what do you have to say about uh, old Jenny Mullen, Mullen Springs oh, over here? Jenny. Um, I was so annoyed by her. <laughs> I really could not deal like she was throwing around all these mental health buzzwords and I honestly wanted to just punch the podcast right off my uh, screen of my car she just I think she was like at one point she's like you know people who were injured by their mom having to go to work and like it's just and narcissism you don't just run into narcissists every day of your life that's true that's fair I, and it's funny because I related to that because I was like, I did feel like I had that kind of upbringing, but that doesn't mean everybody did and that you're just no. running into that kind of situation everywhere. No, no. I just like, I struggled with her. I, at some point put it on one and a half speed because I couldn't stand to hear her like talk about, I didn't realize that she was talking about Jason Biggs at first, but oh my gosh, she brings him up so many times and she's like, oh, cause I'm married to someone famous. I mean, he's not that famous. Like, honestly, you know, like back in like he, he, used pie. To be. he <laughs> fucked a pie 20 years ago. He's he's not screwing pies today. So I was just like I had a real tough time with her with her segment. <laughs> but you know what, Jenny? Congratulations on the book. There you go. You see, that was so nice. I she did not rub me the wrong way, but a lot of times I'm just listening because it's a job to do <laughs> for this show um in general i probably wouldn't have listened you know no i would have but i don't always listen with that ear i'm just like all right information to talk about that sounds interesting and that's about it i don't know what my hand was doing i was supposed to be writing i don't know it could be misconstrued as many things as a really bad bad hj little rafi what about you uh oh he's disappearing again well before uh before I get to the topic that I wanted to talk about, okay. since since Jen brought up her husband, they talked about, uh, she talked about like cancel culture or something and how her husband lost the job from jokes he made on Twitter. And I was like, what did he say on Twitter? So I looked it up oh. and it turns out that back in like 2014, if you recall, there was a plane that went missing uh, the That's Malaysians right. airlines, yes. uh, and he made some jokes about that over the Ukraine, but over Ukraine, by the way, not in Malaysia. Yeah. The plot thickens. Um, so apparently he tweeted a few yeah. 
fairly innocuous jokes, I think. Um, but I guess because it was too soon, maybe um, people were upset about that. And then she also mentioned like, you know, people they know, like James Gunn. Uh, actually, this does get into what I wanted to talk about, actually. So Allison was saying that she has like such and such followers on uh, Twitter, but like not a lot of engagement. And I thought that was funny because I check Twitter every now and then. Like I still follow her, obviously, but I'm not on Twitter like I used to be, you know, five years ago. So I assume it's the same for the majority of people. And so she was like wondering, is shadow banning a real thing? And Jenny was saying like, no, I think people just don't engage on Twitter. They don't tweet and like, like it used to be like Twitter in its heyday was like so much fun. Agreed. But nowadays it's like, who the fuck is on Twitter? I have no idea. And I am this, when Allison said that, I was like, that's exactly how I feel. Like I don't, I don't go on there. I post a show on there and sometimes people engage with it and that's about it. But I don't. It used to be, and also what Jenny was saying is just it used to be fun to think of like the next tweet or like just trying to fit it into the characters and like have it was like a fun thing to think about. I don't think I thought about life in tweets as much as she did, but it is weird how it's kind of like a ghost town, and that is also where all of my followers are. And then once I started, I I had resisted going to Instagram because so I'm like I don't have a lot of pictures to post. What the fuck do I care about sharing pictures of random crap? But I enjoyed looking at other people's stuff, I guess. But I'm like, how am I going to, I'm not going to start all the way over again. But now it's like, I don't even, at this point, I don't even give a shit, like whatever. But I haven't been on social media for, for I don't even know how long now. It's been since the middle of May, I guess. Like, I'll just post the show and then I'm out. And like, if, if I'll check my DMs, because I'm like, sometimes people want to be on the show. I should probably check that more often. But Jenny mentioned deleting some of her past uh, tweets and I'm wondering if any of us here have gone back to delete problematic tweets or have you ever said or posted anything that could have gotten you canceled Rafi or Luke I I will I will I've written things about jobs and then and then gone back and I let them sit for a week and then I will delete them so like I, I want to keep them like kind of okay. in the ephemeral, right? Like just sort of like in the moment. And then a week later, after everyone's had the chance to comment and kind of read it, then I delete it. So it's not a thing that I have to worry about later on. That this Okay. So you're like, want to get it off your chest, put it out in the universe and then just kind of let it dissolve. Okay. I dig. Yeah. A little Rafi. Yeah. I constantly am tweeting. What's the deal with airline food? But then right before I fly, I de delete them all, you know? I don't want them to be upset with me or anything. Hey, are uh, we going to roll out this beverage cart soon or what? <laughs> but as soon as I land, I'm back on uh, talking right, back shit. Back on it, baby. Um, Funny no, guy. So, <laughs> I don't think I've thought about that. I was like, I've thought, what if I go back and look through my tweets? Like, what kind of stupid shit did I say? Because I, I think many years ago, I did like look back at old tweets and I was like, oh, these are still funny to me. But I was not like... I was not like a comedian making jokes like like Jason Biggs, apparently. So I think what I was tweeting were just like dumb thoughts I had. Um, so I think I would probably still agree with everything I've said. Well, that's good. I'm going to have to look back at yours because you don't tweet enough, that much. So I could really easily probably actually you used to a lot. I mean, that's where we met. So that was back in the heyday of like all of us yeah, being exactly. on there. So going back to the thing that Jenny and Allison were talking about. So 
people are not engaging on Twitter. I feel like I'm most active on Instagram, but that's another place where, like, if you post a photo, I'm not going to comment on it. I'm just going to like and keep moving. The only time I do interact is if someone posts something to their story and then I will like message them from this, there. This face, the is pretty, that's pretty much all I get. Oh, huh. uh, or just like eyes. Lisa, we're not on YouTube, okay? People don't know what you just did. You can't just go this. Too bad. We're going to be on YouTube, bitch. <laughs> Put it out. People oh, will, I'm putting it out there. We'll and loving every views. minute of it. Well, at um, least get four. It's right here. Three. I won't watch it. <laughs> right, right. And I think with like Jason Biggs, like his problem was the engagement. So like his, his initial joke was like, anyone want to buy my Malaysian That's Airlines funny. frequent flyer miles? And that, yeah, I guess. Well, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, ha, huh. right, right. It's, it's fine. Yeah, right. No, it's fine. It's like, it's like, you know, he's had a couple of beers and like, you know, but then the what's problem is everyone got offended and he jumped in and he's like, Hey, you, you too soon assholes. Ooh. It's a fucking joke. You don't have to think it's funny or even be on my Twitter page at all. Okay. Like, that, that, that you know, and, and so then, then, okay. right. Then he engages and right. Right. And then, and actually, and probably at that point, like he probably has had a couple of glasses of wine and like, you know, and right. And then he has to delete all those tweets and it, yeah, he started an avalanche. Basically. Is there anything, uh, Jen that you've, uh, said or posted <laughs> it's funny because since we've known each other for 30 years we can definitely dust off some of our old things we've said but they all stay we in could. our <laughs> we could. our text messages are way more yes. telling than anything i don't tweet i mean i post on instagram like i took a vacation recently i probably posted the most during that um i just don't like i feel like i'm one of those lurkers but I was going to go back to what Luke was just saying about how like he, Jason got pissed about people like saying that he did it too soon. I think the other side of that is if you want to say whatever you want, that's fine. But you can't like make jokes right after someone or a bunch of people died and- And expect nothing. Expect, yeah, yeah, people are going to no push back on that. Yeah, that is yeah. true. You, and I think yeah. that's part of why he did it so soon. It's because he wants to like hit a nerve and start, even if he's not consciously doing that, subconsciously he probably is, or maybe he is consciously doing that. Who knows? By his reaction, it sounds like he, no, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It's, he needs the validation. They also talked about that. Uh -huh. right? They did talk about that. What, I mean, what do you think about so being so busy curating a life online that you're not present in your own life. I think it's ridiculous. Um, but I also think that the new generation, when I think about like our kids, that's where their lives are. That's um, true. They see each other online more than they see each other in yeah. person, especially during summer. But And that is like a, a blessing and a curse because, I mean, especially with COVID, it was great to still be able to connect with everybody. But also when growing up, my friends lived all around me. We were always outside because you could just run outside and be with your friends. My kids friends live far away so if they're connecting not being in person that's cool they're still connecting with people you know what i mean i mean back in the day people were just being in their basements not connecting with anybody except for <clears throat> but anyway sorry <laughs> so anyway but living that so but then there could be a line between like a false sense of life and actually they're creating a new version of life that is what we are living in today so i mean well 
but the way she's talking about it, it feels just, it's a false life. I mean, you are putting, you're putting out something. I remember one time I was hanging, I was at the beach at a beach house with my, with some friends and they had invited someone over one of their friends. And she was like this mommy blogger that had like 25,000 followers. I was like, okay. I was, I just got very like obsessed with like watching her and like how she acted. And I was just like, okay, so the way she's acting when the camera comes out and the way she's acting like away from the camera. And I started thinking like, I saw the pictures. I started, I'm like, I want to look at her like stuff or whatever. And I'm like, I really want to know the, behind, I want to see what's really going on behind the scenes and like how her life really is. Cause she's portraying this like perfect life. And that was like in the beginning of like, now there's influencers and actually like, you know, video stuff where it's just like, okay, I don't think any of it's real. And I don't buy into it. I think Allison really buys into all of this stuff too much. Like I'm never on the internet and like scrolling and getting stressed out by any of it. None of it stresses me out. I just, I just don't have much to contribute a lot of times that I'm, and I also, when I'm going through personal stuff, I kind of like go into my, go into myself and just don't really feel like sharing a lot. So it's not really about like, it's stressing me out. I don't, I've been taking a break just because I, have been really depressed really actually so um that's a different thing anyway okay. so we'll talk later yeah <laughs> i think i so, think i'm coming out of it <laughs> okay here's the thing though like they were talking about external and internal validation and i think when you're putting everything online that is a huge source of external validation which is fine like we all need some of that i think in life a little bit of it's healthy but right. until you can internally validate yourself, your worth, and your ideas, that external validation is only going to last maybe a few minutes after that tweet or after that comment. True. And relying on that solely is not, yeah, it's not going to sustain anything. That's a very good point. That goes back to the, when Shane Dawson was on, because I feel like his whole life was surrounded by that outside validation. So maybe he's getting a balance of it. I don't know who knows, but anyway, um, I mean, anything else for Monday before we uh, move this along? They're talking about yearbooks. <laughs> okay, I did write yeah. a little something about that because I was like, she said she- same for same for me. Okay. Like, I was walking. I was when I I was walking through San Francisco, and um, and so I was just walking by somebody's house, and somebody's like, "Are you are, Luke? Is that Luke?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he like he runs into the house. And then runs out with the yearbook from like my junior year of high school and like has a quote for me in it. And I'm like, no, oh my God. That is so I random. Know. <laughs> I know. And, uh, Please so share if you can remember. <laughs> oh, oh. Um I, I don't I don't I don't remember I remember don't remember the quote for him him, but I remember flipping through the yearbook and I wrote on this one girl's oh boy. <laughs> Thing, like thumping daily, which is like, <laughs> and well, we have the and, show and title, it, <laughs> and it, it, <laughs> I can't believe I wrote it. But the joke I from can. that was <laughs> the joke from that was that uh, we were we were hanging out. I was hanging out with this girl once, and she's like, uh, I was like, hey, where did Lucas go? Uh, the, 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 like I'm Luke, but the, there's this guy Lucas, and he, and she's like, oh, oh, he went off to pee, and I'm like how do you know he's off peeing? And I'm like, or like, how do you know that's him in the bathroom right now? And he's like, oh, cause boys thump and girls tinkle. <laughs> I swear that we talked about this on you. You were on an episode when we were talking about 
women and men's pee sounds. I swear oh, to God. No, did I do that again? No, but I don't remember. <laughs> I'm already recycling no, bits. something daily, but I remember <laughs> we were talking about like the velocity of like right. and the stream situation. Yeah. That is hilarious. So, of course, Jen, you and I have yearbooks together. <laughs> so we could actually probably read what we put into each other. So I didn't even think about um, that would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't think I had a yearbook quote because I did not. That would be a year, uh, a senior thing, right? We or didn't that... even have them senior year. We didn't okay. have yearbook quotes. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't remember. Well, because I didn't graduate uh, from a school that had yearbooks. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is she was saying, I didn't keep my yearbooks. Like I, that would be in, like, I'm not an insane person or something like that. Or I'm like, is it insane to keep your yearbook? I feel like everybody keeps your, but I think it's weird to throw them away. That's more weird. Mm -hmm. In fact, sometimes if I'm at like an estate sale and I see like an old one, I think maybe I would like peruse it or maybe even purchase it. Uh, little Rafi, uh, yearbook quote. It said, uh, stay cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> Luke believes it. Disappointed. <laughs> Do you even know if you had yearbook quotes at your school? I don't know if you stayed in long enough to, uh, retain that knowledge um we actually had yearbooks in middle school but uh well, obviously. we didn't have money for that oh yeah i think there were a couple of years that we i think i had like a an old uh sorry an overdue library book and i didn't i wasn't able to get my seventh grade yearbook because we didn't have enough money to pay like the 18 dollars fine or something so my seventh tropic of cancer or <laughs> tropic of capricorn I love the licorice gum, though. It's my favorite. <laughs> the licorice flavored gum? No? Oh, it's dent dentine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Orange dress or purple dress? What are you guys seeing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, I went around to everybody. All right. So we're good? Sure. You made it. Oh, looks like we made it. Woohoo! Oh, mm. they, they had a. Uh, I just saw. They had the. It's is is it just me or everybody? And they only have one, oh, which was. But we'll talk about that later. Okay. I always say that to the end, even though we didn't get any on Thursday, so we'll save it. To, well, I guess we could. I don't know. We could switch it up. You want to talk about it now? Fuck it. All right, JMO. We had it from Monday. Let's talk about it. <laughs> okay. Because it U was from Ubers. Jenny, yeah. yeah, yeah. Getting into Ubers with like random strangers. Yes. And. And my whole thing was, and Allison brought it up too, which is like, I feel like part of this is people don't remember how weird taxis were. Yeah. Like, and then you you get in a taxi and and they'd be you get to the end of the ride and you want to pay the credit card, and they're like, oh, the machine is broken because they didn't want to pay the two percent or whatever. They wanted to like hide it on the taxes. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. And like that whole like nonsense, or like the guy would bring out like the the uh maps guide where you had to turn to page G G one to, to figure out the quadrant that yes. maybe the street the Tom, that you wanted the was in. Guide. The Thomas guy. The Thomas guy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Pull the I Thomas always guy. got one under my seat. And, and then like, and then like you'd end up like you, he'd let you out of the car and you'd, you'd, you know, you'd realize like, Oh, I'm like two miles from where I actually need to be. <laughs> okay. And like, yeah. yeah. So the whole time when she first said this, the entire time until Allison brought up taxis, I was like, but what about taxis? But what about taxis? Right. That was way more scary to me. Did they vet those? Do they really vet those? And then they said that they did. But I think in the beginning, I was not scared because I was Ubering with friends and they were, the, it was like a big thing for them to do. So it was not something I did myself and I would just be along for the ride because 
drink enough. It's like, sure, I'll get in this car, big whoop. But I don't think I was, by the time I used it by myself, I was not scared because it just seemed more safe and more comfortable than a taxi. But you bring up the other thing about taxis is you never got the price until the end. So you're sitting there watching it like tick up. And then all of a sudden it like jumps up like two seconds after you get in. You're like, how did that happen? Um, Uh And it was way more expensive. So that's where there was so much more drunk driving, I think, obviously. But to know the price beforehand and like there's a rating system, which people really love, like people speaking of validation, like people like being rated. And I feel like that's one vetting system that people are like, I don't want my stars to go down. This is my like. And, and it's, it's one thing where it's like, I'm happy to give up my information. Like there is an app that knows that I got inside a car. And so if I disappear off the face of the planet, there's a record that I got yes. inside some random car. And you can car, share right? your ride with somebody yes. so they can yep. follow along too. It's like this idea that there's a TikTok that you could play a recording of, of conversation. So my issue with that is it's a one-sided conversation. So now you're having a fake conversation with this video or something. So you're playing it. (laughs) Like that's not insane at all. Like you accidentally say the wrong thing. You're like, I mean, I meant to ask that question. You just answered. That was not the question, but yes. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not scared to get into an Uber or a Lyft or any of these, um, Jesus Christ fireworks in daytime. That sounds fun. Um, (laughs) sure. Yeah. Why not? Why not waste a few, but anyway, uh, anybody else have any comments on the, uh, uber that's a gilmore that's a gilmore girls reference i'm not like scared to get in an uber or a lyft but i do recognize now that after covid it is kind of weird to just get in a stranger's cars like before it was like oh wow this is so convenient and like it felt like the drivers were like trying to do like trying to be fun and trying to do a good job but i feel like now it's like they're mad at me for getting into their car. Like, thanks for giving me your germs, you fucking creep. <laughs> and I'm just okay. Like, like speaking of that, have you ever like you looked at Uber and it says, "Okay, so and so is coming in a silver Prius," and you see a silver Prius and then you get in a silver Prius and they're like, "No, I'm not an Uber." Oh, I did this the other no. day. Try. I did this the other day. Oh. I, I tried to cu- open the car door, but it was locked. And the guy rolled down the window and he's like, "I'm not an Uber." I'm like. Have you not checked the license plate? I always do, but this time, this one time, I do now. I always do, but this time I didn't for some reason. And I'm always still drinking. Come on, I'm taking an Uber. Why would I do that sober? (laughs) I mean, come on. I'm not an insane person. I would never buy a Prius just because of the Uber thing. Okay, so I I have been with friends that are like, people are always trying to get my cars. And I think Jordan Morris from Thursday episode actually mentioned that on a show a long time ago that people are always trying to get into his car. I mean, a Prius in LA, you're obviously an Uber. <laughs> Chances are. Uh, I have to agree with Rafi on that one. Like, I did notice when I was in New York a couple of weeks ago, there was a little bit different vibe to the Ubers. But I've also, noticed that too. Do you remember the one the three of us, uh, me, Lisa, and Raf took? Oh, boy. Where she the was minivan? Our oh, shit sorry. There's another we one. ever even got in that car. Um, when we were going out. We were leaving the hotel. God, I'm already forgetting. You don't remember? Because I remember the guy on the way to Philly that was like. That guy? That was like, you don't need to wear your mask or something. I don't know. There was like some issue where we're like, okay. There's going there. I forgot about the other one going out. Annoyed by us. Before she even picked us up, she was annoyed. (laughs) I don't remember. But I have had some weird uh, situations in Ubers, but not enough for me to 
think about it when I'm ordering another one. But I, but recently I've started using them again. And I have had that thought of like, this feels weird getting into someone else's car. And then I'm immediately on my phone and forget. Cause I'm like, I'm going to go have some drinks and do it safely. Ish. <laughs> All right. Let's do a little unworthy with Dr. J and LK. Yay. We should make that the intro. <laughs> this is LK and Dr. J. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. With Dr. J and LK. Hang out with us. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're stuck. We're stuck. It's Unworthy with Dr. J and LK. Hello, and welcome to Unworthy with Dr. J and LK. Hi, Dr. J. Hi, LK. Sorry, that was a yawn. It was a really long pause. Honestly, <laughs> whoever's editing will take that out. Yeah, okay. So today we're going to cover Saturday, June 11th. Sure. Uh, episode number 32, Mom's New Baby Rules, Cat Sitting for Cash, Wild 911 Calls. Yes. So there was a woman who put out, now I don't remember how she gave this message to everyone, if it was something that she put out on her Facebook or, or what, but she was listing off all the rules for visiting her, her new baby. Um, and they were rules like, I believe um, you can't kiss the baby, which I understand because of COVID and you want to be you know, safe, not posting pictures of her baby on your social media, because I think she was being selective about, you know, what she posted of the, of the baby. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember I, so many, oh, not coming over unannounced. There was most, that was, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was trying to think of, oh, the only, there were a lot. It basically was for the privacy of her and her baby. And the only one I was like, eh, about was don't tell other people that we've had the baby because I will have notified them. And if they don't know, it's because I don't want them to know. Which yeah. I was like, wait, what? So when I had my first one, I, I had certain requirements, but the whole telling people, I sent out one mass email with like a picture and told the people not to post, but this is like, we had the baby, this is the baby's name. Blah, blah blah but if like my friend would have then told her neighbor hey my friend had a baby I don't think I would care about like yeah because like everything <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah and also like if you you know if you're talking to someone a mutual friend and you both know this person who's pregnant I mean like what if they're like oh did so-and-so have her baby yet and you're like can't say <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's super weird I do agree with, you know, don't come over unannounced. Um, with my first one, I only had my immediate family come over, members come uh -huh. over. And I did say, if you're going to be coming over in the first, you know, however months of life that they had to have like certain vaccines because mm -hmm. my physician had told me that I had to have, you know, yeah, like the whole like, protect, like, tuberculosis, pertussis, yada, yada one. Um, and I thought it was important for people who were going to be coming over and looking after that they, 
they have these shots because if I have to have them as a mom uh then you have to have them if you're going to be holding my baby for you know whatever for a while uh, you know my in-laws and my mom and stuff like that um, mm-hmm. by the time I had my second one I learned way more boundaries uh people asked right away well can I come over and I said not for the first 40 days <laughs> oh okay <laughs> just because well the second one I had in 2000 oh, I don't know it was like five years ago and I had a lot of baby blues and uh, I wanted nothing to do with anybody, uh, but I did yeah. enough to say, don't come over. Uh, I still had you know, my mom and, you know, and my in-laws come over, but like friends, uh, yeah. maybe I don't talk to you every day, but you know, maybe once a month, we're so excited uh, because they got to come over the first time. And I was like, yeah, I'll let you know. And they're like, okay. Yeah. And it's harder with the second one too, because it's like, you have a already one child that you're caring for and then it's it's a lot like newborns need so much care and then to have to like kind of entertain a little bit on top of it or kind of clean up and get ready for someone to come out it's a lot (laughs) and and you know who your family members who are already a lot on their own and Mm -hmm. and I had one family member even with the first one I was you know breastfeeding and I would for me I wanted to do it in a quiet environment so I'd walk out of their room because my baby then had a hard time latching. So we needed a calm environment. So I walk into my room and they would follow me. <gasps> and oh like have, no. And have like, try to have like a full on conversation. Like, yeah. This is the time that I need to speak. But uh, anyways, <laughs> did you have any rules with your kids? Um, The only thing that I asked, and it was also because when I had my first son, um, it was, there was a bad flu going around. I think it was the swine flu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they, it was, it was actually like really limited visitors in the hospital, which was fine because only my, you know, parents came to visit me there anyway. But then when people came to visit me, all I asked was that they sanitize their hands before holding the baby. So I had the hand sanitizer right there and everyone, no one had a problem with it except for my Nana. She was like, no, my hands are clean. And I was like, yeah, but just use the hand sanitizer. It's right here. <laughs> and she's like, no, I just washed my hands before I came over. And <laughs> she would not. And my mom's like, just let her hold the baby. So I did because, you know, that's, I don't know. It was really uncomfortable. And then later I was telling my mom, I was like, even if she washed her hands right before she left the house, which I don't think she did, she was touching car doors, my doorknob, like just other things. Like I was really upset that, you know, the one person who can't follow the rules is, you know, my grandmother. But uh, I I think it was like, no, you don't tell me what to do. I'm your grandmother. (laughs) It could have been like, yeah, it didn't matter what it was. It was, yeah. Oh, that reminds me of the other thing they said, uh, the woman in the, the, on the post was, if the baby's crying, please hand the baby back to me so that I can, you know, help see oh. the baby. I don't want, you know, other people, I don't want to see my child cry. Yes. Which I do it, which I completely agree with. And I did, one thing that I have learned is when I visit people with their babies, I never ask, can I hold the baby? Never ask it. I never ask that question. Just because for me, I did have one person in my life say, um, before like we even came over, it was kind of like a general to everybody, you know, and please don't ask to hold my baby because I don't want to be put in the position of saying no. And right now I want to bond with my baby. Oh, you, know, you, you had the baby maybe, you know, 48 hours ago and it's 
but you're if like the your heart on the outside so to so for some people to have other people bond with that that can be you know uh it can be i don't know hard to see because you're just trying yourself to bond so i never ask i um i always wait for someone to say do you want to hold the baby oh that's nice or i tell them hey if you you know if you're comfortable with be holding the baby you can tell me but i'm not going to ask you so i just kind of put it yeah up. because as a mom it's hard enough uh-huh yeah no. and I don't know like I don't know how I would feel if I were her friends and family I, I feel like even though I agree with almost all of the rules mm-hmm. that I would be a little bit hurt that she feels that she needs to tell me this beforehand and not just like like that she would think that I would try to kiss the baby or that I would um. you know not want to hand the baby like um but that's not you know that's my own uh issues <laughs> and not and not her and I think the reason she's saying all these things is so that it doesn't come up and it's you know but it almost seems like confrontational or something to have it all all out there in one shot like that maybe I don't know I guess so I never thought of that I would think the post was a non-confrontational way of saying it because maybe that's just how the post the person who posted uh deals with things instead of saying it in person um Mm -hmm. I just had enough people in my life that had have had babies that have super boundaries and I can put them up with not like no apologies that I'm just used to seeing these kinds of yeah. things. Okay, boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cat sitting for cash. So it's not really, it wasn't really cat sitting for cash, but it was like this woman was traveling the world um, and staying at people's places like Airbnb kind of, but it all the places where she stayed were people that had cats and they were out of town. So it was like, and I don't know how she found this. She must have, I don't know. I don't know how she looked, but it was like, so in return for staying at the people's place for free, she would cat sit. And she was like, it's totally like so easy and so worth it because cats only need like 15 minutes of care in the morning and like 15 minutes of care in the evening, like, you know, like feeding them and cleaning their litter box. She was like, it's very little that they actually need. And then to, you know, save so much money on not having to pay for a hotel or an Airbnb. Um, it's estimated that she saved $28,000 so far and, and got to travel all over the place. So I'm sure she's keeping a secret exactly how she did it, but I would love to do, <laughs> to do that and to stay at a place with cats, you know, bonus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would think that she would also have to have um, she doesn't say, but she'd also have some have to have some sort of vetting process for these people, not only for them to trust her, but for her to trust them. You know, right? Do they have a clean house, or does it smell like they're you know lots of cats? Yeah. Uh, is this cat? You know, I would think I wouldn't want to necessarily sit for an older cat because that's my biggest fear is when I help take care of those animal take care of those animals if something happens to them or they die mm-hmm. I mean, oh I would be completely no like if that that would break my heart if someone's pet got injured or got really sick or anything while I was caring for them uh totally that is, that is an easy animal you know if it's an indoor cat anyways to take care of uh, yeah if it was an outdoor cat I don't know well yeah because then that would be hard like is it in or is it out or you know I don't know I one time was pet sitting for my cousin Erica and her mom and at the time they had two cats 
uh, a turtle and a fish and like so fine whatever I'm taking care of the animals the freaking fish died and (laughs) I felt so bad the fish's name was Brian Frankenstein and he was a feeder he was meant to be a feeder fish for the turtle her mom had bought like 20 or 30 uh feeder fish and overnight every single one of them died except for that one Mm -hmm. so she figured it might be sick or contaminated or something so she Mm -hmm. never fed it to the turtle they instead kept it as a pet and this fish they had for years and he was huge like as big as the palm of my hand and it died I couldn't believe it I was like I thought this fish was gonna freaking live forever and it dies on my watch so I buried it for them and then (laughs) something dug it up like after they were home like I told it I'm like sadly Brian Frankenstein passed away I buried him in your yard and then (laughs) like they were like some kind of animal like must have smelled it and dug it like I mean I didn't bury him very deep but yeah so that was awesome so I'm you know scarred for life from uh, pets not really (laughs) I was like, don't put this on your pet city resume. <laughs> no, no one needs to know. Don't tell anyone, guys. <laughs> Never. This no one, no one listens to us. That would be the animal. That is a pretty genius way of getting to vacation while not having to spend money on lodging. But I think the ultimate would be house sitting, right? Like just staying in someone's house. That would be the ultimate thing. Instead of like having to take care of animals, just like, yeah, I'll stay <gasps> in your house and sit for your house. Yeah, That's bring in the mail, from. water the plants. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Professional house sitter. Ah, that That's super smart. Yeah. Okay, and then um, some operators shared hilarious 911 calls. And <laughs> the, only, the only one that I can remember, okay, so there was one brother who called and I can't remember what their sibling did, a, a, a little kid their their sibling did something and he said so they're like a liar and a turd or something <laughs> I don't <laughs> I remember someone was gonna get hit because they were trying to get their pet rock <gasps> oh yeah but someone like has huh? pointed out these stories aren't really funny and the one thing I do remember is 911 operators saying if your kid accidentally calls 911 don't get mad at them because we want them to call even if it's not an emergency because when the one time it is an emergency we don't want them to be scared that they can't yeah call because they're not sure if mm-hmm. calling. oh and there was a chicken oh. uh that was what preventing a fedex delivery or something or preventing someone from getting by who needed to get by yeah. um and then allison and todd did an amazing uh improv of that call so definitely check that out <laughs> uh, it, yeah um, <laughs> it was a little dave windy and link of a of an improv but it was it was uh it was funny it was funnier <laughs> than the 9-11 jesus take that out it was funnier <laughs> than the nine one one calls let's say that but, uh, yeah um, and then Todd has a, a major domestic problem, as it was described, <laughs> described in the show description. I was like, what was that about? It was the, the rat that he so kindly rescued from his pool. Um, well, and it's he's... one of those things, right? It, it, it has to start with the cat, though. So it's one of those, like, <laughs> there was a, 
a bird in the nest and the nest on a limb and a limb on a tree yeah and a hole in the hole in the ground kind of thing so it started with the cat yeah so the cat spotted what was it, it was just like a neighbor cat what was a cat on a roof that the, that his wife thought was stranded first yes yes any cat on a roof never stranded yeah not unless maybe it's like 13 story roof kind of thing even then yeah they're not stranded so then his wife did all of this work extensive like hollering and trying to and then rescued the cat off the roof and then todd noticed the rat in the pool which is why the mm-hmm. cat was on the roof so it wasn't mm-hmm. stranded it was just waiting for this rat to figure out how to get out of the pool yeah was planning its attack right uh so then he sure it's the same rat then after he rescued it out of the pool um got into his house and now he hears he knows there's this rat in his house um and he's he's been trying to catch it and he cannot and his dog is a rat terrier oh which is its whole job is to hunt rats and it's going uh sorry it is going oh my god okay the dog is very focused and determined and keeps barking because of the rat and it keeps like watch at all hours trying to find this rat because it can hear it in the rafters uh yeah oh and then the dog so then the dog is disturbing their sleep because he's upset about this rat it's so i feel like well i don't know i i feel like my dogs would would have killed this thing by now but i guess it's not coming to ground level or else his dog probably would have too. Oh yeah. And so my parents had a rat in their house once and we didn't know what it was because my mom was hearing it like behind the wall and in the attic. And she was like, this does not sound like a mouse in the house. She's like, it sounds like it's like a full on cat or something in like, it's like, it has weight. (laughs) And so then we were thinking I was like oh my god it's probably like a possum because we don't have like a lot of raccoons around here um so I I thought it's definitely a possum then Mm -hmm. and they couldn't like they never saw it but they would hear it and so finally oh and and things would be missing from the kitchen like if they left food out it would just be gone and the one time there was um a loaf of zucchini a spicy uh jalapeno zucchini bread that was dragged uh, almost all the way up the stairs by this animal. <laughs> Is there like breadcrumbs or? Like they found the loaf of bread, like <laughs> having been, I don't know, maybe it had to abandon it because, you know, the dog woke up or something. Uh-huh. I don't know for what reason it didn't get it all the way up the stairs, but they were like, holy shit, that's a huge item. So yeah. it's definitely, but, but also like, okay, a cat wouldn't do that. Not that my mom really thought it was a cat, but I'm like, you guys, it's a possum. But uh, then they did set traps in the attic and uh, it was a giant rat. Uh, and okay. we don't really have giant rats around here. Like, I've never seen a rat outside in this neighborhood or anything. Like, that's pretty strange. Uh, back to the kind of bread. So I've ne- I love zucchini. <laughs> I love zucchini bread. And I like jalapeno bread. But I've never had jalapeno zucchini bread. So what is this like? Is it like sliced white bread? Is it really like a dense like zucchini bread loaf? What is it? It's kind of dense. It's more like, yeah, like a zucchini bread, like a banana bread. It's a sweet and spicy 
Um, they got it at my beloved Hot Pepper Festival. Uh, it was made with love by the uh, Mennonite ladies on the farm. Uh, and Hot what a waste. Festival. <laughs> a waste. Okay, Hot Pepper <laughs> Festival. At yes. What time of year does this happen? Uh, it's usually uh, the first or second weekend of September. Uh, it's actually called the Chili Pepper Fest. I don't know. I call it the Hot Pepper Festival. It's it's my jam. I love to spend like $100 on hot sauces and salsas and go around and taste everything. And then you can pick peppers at the farm. They have so many different varieties of hot peppers. It's like, it's the best. Is it free to get in? Yes. And then how do you pick peppers? Do they weigh it by the pound? Uh, do you have to pay for that? I mean, do you have to pay to pick? Or just pay what you picked for? Uh, just pay what you picked for. And it was, and then they'll go, like, they love to tell you this joke too. They're like, it's all you can eat out there too. So like when you're out there, you can eat as many hot peppers as you want raw. <laughs> oh, so I feel like that would be a challenge that Rafi should accept. <laughs> yes. And the one time, and I've told this story so many times, but the one time I was picking these from these like tiny hot pepper bushes, they're like these round, tiny um, yellow peppers called wild Brazils. And they're very spicy and they have a habanero flavor. Mm -hmm. And I was picking them and it's like kind of tedious because they're so tiny and I wanted a lot of them. And then there's this other guy and he's picking them too. And he's like this biker guy. And he goes, he looks at me and he goes, I put these in my Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day i'm wondering if he was joking or not biker and i was like, just like like vroom vroom or like bling, 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 bling. no like vroom vroom like <laughs> like a leather jacket oh, okay okay <laughs> um and put these in my cheerios what did you say nothing i uh, i think i like laughed and was <laughs> like okay <laughs> wait i have more questions okay the hot pepper festival do people walk around with hot peppers embroidered on their clothing? Um, well, they have merch. Okay. Uh, so some people, you know, might be wearing, you know, their own hot pepper, whatever, shirts or ties or whatever, or you can just buy something there. And the one time I went when I was pregnant with my first son, mm -hmm. and it was the first time that someone mentioned my belly, like, in public and this guy goes oh you got a chili pepper in there <laughs> like a chili pepper would really make you you know be, <laughs> that's hilarious yep. um, do you have chili pepper merch I have a t-shirt it's in a kind of rough shape because I I wear it a lot mm -hmm. and my dad has um a festival uh hat and I think he needs a new one. He, he wanted to get a new one last year and then he didn't for some reason. So he'll probably get a new one this year. Maybe I'll get one too. I think I need a baseball cap. I don't have one. I was going to ask, is it like a baseball cap or like a bucket hat? Because I think a bucket hat with peppers around it, that's key. Yeah. A pepper this is just a baseball cap. Yeah. But I got to see what they have this year. Maybe, maybe they'll have a nice bucket hat and I'll get you one. Oh, I would love a bucket hat. Thank you. I mean, it's, anyone, it's everyone enjoying this. <laughs> oh, I forgot that we were not just talking for a second. <laughs> Sorry. I, I mean, I do have many more questions, but it's okay. We can we can stop because no one really wants to hear the rest of what I have. <laughs> um, 
okay and so Allison had a bad week and I don't remember if she talked about this on her show or not um but it was because Elliot had a COVID exposure at school and they had two birthday parties two kids birthday parties that they were super excited to go to one of them was going to have a magician and Elliot's so into magic and sadly they couldn't go to either party and Allison was really down about that so oh that's so sad that is sad that's hard I was even reading through uh the school has my older kid once a week they write about what they did in in school and then they bind it all together at the end it's like their little yearbook that they've written and oh. the page was all about COVID and sh- and um and they had written they had drawn like a circle with the spikes you know what they see COVID yeah it's like today's page is all about COVID blah 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 blah, blah in class have COVID we wrote them cards and it's just like so sad uh, it's just so sad that it was like a whole page about how you know now their teacher is out and it, it just the ins and outs of what they're what the kids are missing because of COVID oh oh that's so sad uh, uh you got you got jokes uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's funny I have nothing um uh, I did have a joke but no it's okay Anyways, uh, do you want to rate your week or do you want to be done? Because we have five minutes and 55 seconds left. Um, I, I think I've talked enough. Okay. My week was fine. <laughs> you know, it, it's Wednesday. I never know what day it is. It's Wednesday, right? It is Wednesday. You're it's right. Wednesday. So we're in the middle of, of our week. That's all I have to say about that. Good. Okay. Good all one. Right. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Um, always good to hear your thoughts on great topics and uh, to hear your voices. All right. It's time for some Whitney C's cues. She's got the cues that never fail to start a good convo. She ain't shy. She's not afraid to push the envo. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. Whitney C. wants to know if you would like to hear from a special guest. Sully, say hi. Uh. (laughs) Hi. Well, he got one. That's not bad. Okay, for the real question, Whitney C. wants to know when's the last time you were sick? Because Sullivan right now has croup. He's not feeling great. Um, I haven't been sick since maybe like March. There was one day I woke up and I threw up like immediately and it was disgusting because, you know, as an adult, I usually don't throw up very frequently at all. Maybe like every other year. I was on a really strong streak, pregnancy notwithstanding. And even during pregnancy, I only threw up a couple of times. But anyway, I was sick then. Let me know. The last time I threw up was December nine, December nineteenth, twenty twenty, or twenty nineteen. I don't remember now. Wow. The last time I was sick was right before our last. I think I mentioned this the last on the last show I was on. We were the last BFF Christmas, and no, it was about BFF Christmas. It was like the week before I had a cold, some sort of a cold. But I think it was just like a I don't even know, just a cold.
but that's uh, about it. My daughter had had a fever last night, chills and a sore throat. So we'll see how that goes. She starts summer school tomorrow. So everybody else? Haven't been sick in months. Uh, like I really, like I, I have, uh, every time I, I have a flight coming up. Uh, so it used to be to fly to the US, you had to take a negative COVID, you had to have a negative COVID test. So maybe a week or two before, I would like go on to the, the Berlin has a page that shows like which neighborhoods have the highest COVID levels. Oh, wow. And, and so maybe a week or two before I'd be like, I'd go to find the highest one, like, okay, maybe it's my cone or maybe it's like some other neighborhood. And I would go to that neighborhood and have dinner there and go to a bar. <laughs> what in the like, world? Cause I just want to get it done before. Like, I don't, I don't want to like get it right before the flight. Like I want to get it like two, or three weeks before okay so that like that's, yeah that's proactive right yeah no i'm just trying to be responsible okay is what I'm okay okay <laughs> so i would go out and uh yeah i'd try to uh, and but i never got it and so dang it like the most I, the most i know it's been it's been really frustrating actually like i'm like why can't i get this i feel like i'm all oh, left out like, of the I feel club like I'm, Right. Like I'm being rejected. Like Aww. I'm not good enough. Well, for COVID. you know what? We and, are part of the special people's club because I've never gotten it either. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I got like, I got like the, the regular, like uh, around March, same time. Like I got uh, as, as, as uh, like I got, um, I got some like flu or something like that. And it's like, oh, this is like just a, a normal, normal virus. Yeah. Like that's no fun. I know. Like, it's I'm, so funny. Now we have to there? say like, I have a non COVID normal virus. Like I have an old fashioned, yeah, some <laughs> old timey. <yeah>. See, <laughs> I need to have a yeah ha bowler hat and you know, ran ran a mustache. Yeah. yeah, and like a bicycle with like a big wheel on the front and a little one on the <laughs> yeah, yeah. big wheel bicycle virus. <laughs> <laughs> it's new. <laughs> little Rafi, I know you've been sick recently, like twice. Uh, like a couple of months ago, uh, we had a quick stomach bug that went through the house. Um, but last weekend, I got sick probably at work because that's, I mean, statistically probably where I got it. And um, no one at work wears masks or anything. PA is very loosey-goosey with that stuff. Um, and where I work, they don't like require people to get vaccinated or wear masks or anything. So I'm sure I got sick at work. And But fortunately, it just lasted like three, three and a half days. But it was just like a cold or something. But before those two times i feel like it had been like two years yeah probably because we've all been around, away from each other well you've been working but and everybody wearing masks and yeah. especially in los angeles which i think they're gonna have they're going back to masks again um oh there's something else they're doing that i forgot what it was what was it i can't remember anyway i've been worried about getting sick just recently because i've been working a little bit more with driving people around speaking of it i've been driving people in my car so i guess i am like an uber but uh like on friday i went to lax and back to orange county three times in one day and i had so i but i had to go into the airport once so i was around a bunch of people and then my kids came home on an airplane so that's germs and then two of the rides were strangers a group of strangers in the car so i'm like well like i mean chances are there's a cat fight going on behind me Wait. So you're telling me that there's your your new job is as a Luber, a Lisa Luber? <laughs> Luber. And and we're done. <laughs> 
Well, guys, <laughs> for, for those listening to podcasts, we have peaked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ravi, you don't have to say a thing for the rest of the show. You know, you just <laughs> earned it. Ah, oh, my God. That was uh, up close and personal with your own uh, God lo- damn it. Any, anytime, anytime I need a ride from Lisa, I'm going to be like, hey, can you Luber me to the airport? <laughs> I think you just need to ask for some lube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to get a lube to the airport. Oh, wow. Jen, when's the last time you were sick? <laughs> Is this conversation making you um, sick? Yeah, I'm queasy. <laughs> January? January, I had COVID. I had phantom COVID. I tested positive, but I felt fine the whole time. Oh, that's... Was oh, this around weird. January 6th or... <laughs> yes, it's why I was at the insurrection. Um, <laughs> the I anniversary party? Yeah, yeah, I'm testifying tomorrow. So testify. <clears throat> but also, I feel like this conversation is kind of bringing. I don't know. I'm one of those people. Like, if you're like, oh, I haven't been sick in years. Like, oh, bad juju, yeah. bad mojo, jinxing. Yeah. yeah. I haven't won the lottery in years. So I haven't won the lottery either. So keep talking about it. Okay. So lottery. When's the last time you guys won the lottery? It's been 45 years. Yeah, it's been. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> it's been 46 for me oh that's right we were born like the I'm... same year just different uh times okay i don't know, like like just from the story i told the beginning like i just feel like i'm winning lottery every day like i'm just like how the hell did i get this <laughs> oh. how the hell did everything just like or sort of work out that's not supposed to happen seriously like, yeah yeah it's like even steven all right i guess it's time to talk about thursday i don't know how long we've been recording but I guess it just tells you when it's done recording, then we restart it. Is that how it works? Yes. I don't think we've gone past an hour lately, little Ravi. Although with Adrian, didn't we? And it didn't do anything. Yeah, I think you have the magic good version, apparently. Thank you. It's the lube. <laughs> it, I'm silicone based. It's the good version. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> Thursday. <clears throat> Speaking of Astroglide, we were her little custard bun sent in by Matt McLellan on Patreon. I have a bone to pick really quick, and this is uh, something I want to ask Whitney. Didn't we already have bo- boiled peanuts, which was last week's carb uh, goober peas or whatever? I feel like we had boiled peanuts as a carb, or maybe we just talked about them because somebody liked them uh, because Allison talked about it on the show or something somehow. I know we ate them, Lil Rafi, when we were in Georgia, and so we talked about them at some point for some reason because Allison talked about it. But anyway, I was wondering if they had already been. Whitney let us know. Uh, I can agree with Jenna. They are slimy and kind of rubbery and um, interesting. But custard buns, anybody? Lil Rafi's AKA. I don't think I've had one of these, (laughs) but I would probably like it. (laughs) Yeah, I'll end the show with that. I didn't even I didn't even look up a picture, but I'm sure that would be the picture for the episode on SoundCloud. Jordan, Robin, Daniel, and Jeff were on. And I didn't know if I was going to end the show with this or beginning, but like maybe I will just talk about I have some fun facts for this episode. I have some fun facts revolving around these guests that are on this episode. And little Rafi and little Rafi, you share one of these fun facts with me, although the details differ. Are you ready? 
So this is going to be a little game. You guys can like guess. Although Rafi already knows. And Luke, since you listen, you probably already know. So this is a game for Jen. (laughs) All right. One of the guests I've had a crush on for years. And he's been on our show with a guest host, not me. When I asked him to be on, he said no. One of the guests, I was a guest on their show, on their podcast. One of the guests slipped into my DMs and asked me out for drinks. So... Jen, let's let you go first since you probably don't know the answers to these. I don't know the answers to any of them. I don't okay. I remember everyone's name who was on the show. So there's but... Jordan Morris, there's Robin, who's a woman, and Daniel and Jeff. Daniel's uh, obviously Allison's husband. Jeff like the is hair the pro- guy. Yes, and Jeff is the producer. It's so hard. Like, I feel like if I saw these people, I'd be able to know. Um, what's what's the so. weird? Uh, is... Patreon. <laughs> I'm not joining. But... <laughs> Just for one day to see these lovely <laughs> Just to mugs. That. Which one is weird and short? Jeff. That's uh, who you no, have he's, crush ta- on. he's taller. Okay, let okay. me describe. Let me describe them. Okay, so <laughs> Daniel has curly hair. That's kind of. Let's not talk messy. about his hair. Okay, okay, we'll okay. get to that. Jeff is taller and skinnier and has a bald head and glasses. Okay. And likes cats. <laughs> Jordan Morris is a comedian and a writer and is average height, curly hair, looks like the dead bum from, what was it called? Shit. What's the one with Bill Murray? Weekend at Bernie's? No. no. <laughs> Wait, he wasn't a Scrooged. bum though. Scrooge. Thank Scrooged. you. The dead bum that is found underneath the sewer from Scrooge. He's got really curly hair and he's a comedian. Also loves cats. Daniel hates cats. I, I just had to throw that in. So one of those people you have a crush on. Correct. I guess maybe I would pick Jeff. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I have more vibes than that. And Jordan, Jordan asked you out. Um, okay, that'll be your guess. And then the other one. Sorry, I forgot I have to go around the room just in case Luke doesn't know these. I know he knows I like Jeff, so. Yeah, right. I, I was going to guess both. That there was Jeff that... Uh, well, I know Jeff. It's one. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> I give <it> away. <laughs> but uh, actually, you too. But yeah, so Jeff, and then then I was gonna guess Jordan was the one that that asked you. Out. Okay, and then whose podcast was I on? Allison's, Daniel's, or Robin's? Robin's. Okay. I guess Robin could have asked you out too. We shouldn't be sexist. That um, is true. Yeah. I almost asked Renee out when she was on. I'm telling you. But I need to know why you have a crush on Jeff. There's something weird about him, right? Like, what am I going to find out? <laughs> the, if, if you watch the video, like he has a mask overlay on his face. And that's what I'm attracted to. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we got the Jeffrey. Uh, okay. Then, and then pick up, pick some, someone's name, Jen, for a po- the podcast I was on. Uh, Daniel, if he has his own somewhere. Okay. I don't really know anything about him. Little Rafi, since you know the answers to all these, why don't you say the answers and the one that we share in common you have a crush on robin she slipped into your dms and i already forgot what the third question was i was on one of their podcasts oh and you have never been on allison's podcast (laughs) okay so i have a crush on jeff jordan asked me out i was on daniel's podcast little rafi was on allison's podcast way too right you did jen is the winner ding 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 jeff would you hit my ding 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 Oh, and boy. when when you were on the live stream of whatever thing Jordan was hosting at the Orange County Fairgrounds, uh, how many times did you mention blowjobs? 
at least once. I think it was just once, fortunately <laughs> for everyone. I forgot that that video exists of him uh, interviewing me. That was fun. I let him down nicely, though. Right? I let you guys read the DMs. Actually, I, I think I let, I think I let Superfan Meg Megan read it on an on an episode once, the back and forth. But now, because he, well, we'll get to this. I have a question, just really quick. Okay. Do they listen to the show? I don't think no. so. I, if they did, I, am, I think we'd be canceled. <laughs> just I, I feel like she has spies that report to her, but I don't think she does herself. No, I do too, but I don't think it's every episode. I think there's a cherry picking going on. I know for sure she's mm. listened to an episode and that was when I shared. She always asked what people do when they're listening. And at that time I was, <laughs> I would listen on a Friday and that was when I would do enemas. So <laughs> that's when the lube started um, wait so were these yes. for you or other people that is a uh, dealer's choice Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> i just got a little tingle <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> um so anyway i know she for sure listened to that episode um but that was a very long time ago that was in probably april of 2015 so like the maybe the first second month that we started the show I don't think she ever no sorry i think she listened to jmo patrol when it was that and then yeah. she listened to our show when that first started so yeah i'm so surprised that was, by that it was like april of 2016 or something i think tiffany haddish was on the episode i'm, I'm like i have all these like weird like really great memories for no reason that make no sense but anyway you guys just have to believe me because probably not any of those things that are true but um like it, like it makes a fucking difference are we going to talk about the enemas some more or are we moving forward? I mean, we can. I can tell you why I stopped doing those on Fridays because I started having construction and Jack was always here. So I had to like not do that uh -oh. anymore. And then I got out of the habit. I totally understand that. The fact that there's a guy named Jack and construction in the same sentence. Uh -oh. That's great. Luke, you don't God even know. Me. We could do a whole other show just I on only that. said his name because Jen knows him. Yeah. I completely understand why you stopped. I'd never do an enema right before you got there. Or while he's here. <laughs> oh, Let's move on. Rocky, okay. what do you have to say about these animals? And I don't move on anymore either, too. Thanks yeah. a lot, Jack. <laughs> thanks for nothing, Jack. <laughs> no thanks to you. No thanks to you. <laughs> All right. Luke, what do you have from Thursday? Oh, well, the, the, so so going to like everyone's like video style, like Robin Shore had a like a black thing on her camera. Like it looked like I thought it was on my screen at one point. Like I started like flicking at my, it looked like a bug or something like on the screen. Like I thought it was on my screen. And so I started flicking at it and I'm like, oh, wait, no, it's actually like on her camera. And, and that was, that was very like upsetting for me, <laughs> but um, I'm going to go back and watch but, just to watch that. <laughs> yeah. And then cancel yeah, Patreon for a month and a half. <laughs> once you see it, you can't like not see it. Um, and uh and then and then there was a whole thing about like how to modify like clothes mm. to make them yes. look like they're like style like the whole thing about like cutting sleeves off sweaters like that has to be like an la thing that i just sort of missed there's actually another well, LA i don't i don't i've never heard about the sweaters but i was like you mean like cutting off sleeves like they did in the 80s and then like again somehow in the 90s and it had their own version and then now like some of my friends cut up their t-shirts and i'm always like maybe i should do that for my all my big t-shirts but i like i can't pull that look off that just is like a look it's like tying your t-shirt in a knot i don't have that i don't have that gene to like pull that off 
the sweater thing, maybe that sounds like an LA thing because it's like wearing a scarf here. Like you don't need it and you don't need a sweater. So you might as well take the sleeves off too, I guess. I, it, it sounds stupid. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then just the whole conversion there into like putting on fake labels on your clothes and like, and I, I totally forgot about the time when you'd use an ATM machine, it would have your balance on the ATM receipt, I forgot which about is like that horrifying. Too. Like I totally forgotten about that. I'm like, too. Oh my God. Like, how do we like live through that period? And I do like, remember that thing where it's like, it was like that trope of like, Oh, let me, oh, here's my number. And they like, I think I saw that in a show or something where it's like their balance is on the thing. So I, I don't know of anyone that actually did that in real part, you know, real life, but uh, when I was a kid, I had this like theory or idea, real fun idea about, uh, because I thought I didn't understand this whole, like labels on your clothes. Like you're paying for the label. You're not paying for the quality, which now that I'm older, I realized there is better quality clothes, but you're mostly paying for the label. So I always thought like, why don't I just like get a patch that says I'm rich and just like post it all, just like, sew it all over my clothes. Like that was my, you know, I'm really cool. <laughs> Much like, uh, you know, they were talking about putting their, I don't know what their labels were, or just putting price tags on their clothes because we want to be mini Pearl now for some reason. That's a real hip and up-to-date reference. <laughs> She's all the rage. <laughs> Do you remember label whore, Jen? When you and I, at my old house, I had a friend that came over and was all about some labels and you like her and her got in some sort of a, some sort of a beef. There was a beef. There was a beef. <laughs> Who haven't I had a beef with? That was a pretty good solid one. Yeah. She was a... I stand by it. And she was a stripper too. It's not like she was like some class act. Not not uh, that there's anything wrong with it. Um, chirp, chirp, crickets, crickets. Literally chirps going like on behind me. <laughs> we had some controversial remarks on this show. Oh, for sure. Already. And it's that not is, even Formula One time yet. I'm not watching my Formula One clock. They, that can suck a dick. Actually, it can suck something else. Like sucking a dick. What's so wrong about that? How about unless you don't want to do it, then that's bad. Um, what's really what's bad? the worst thing you could suck then? Ooh, celery. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Celery's delicious. I'm gonna suck some after this. Yeah. This. Um, yeah. What about, about a tailpipe? <laughs> oh, suck a tailpipe. I was gonna say suck a dog turd, but suck a tailpipe. That's good. Jen, do you, what do you have from Thursday? I don't have anything um, <laughs> because I listened to the whole show and after I made it through the whole sweater conversation, the ridiculous commercials that they did, um, I still can't get over how much time they spent on Daniel's hair and how they were like, oh, you can go to Patreon and see him take his hat. I was like, this would be worth your hard your hard earned dollars. Let's go to Patreon to see Daniel's hair. Well, you can just go to Instagram for free and see it probably, but let's go back a little bit on this because you the fact that you have such a beef, beef with this is telling of a few things you're not a regular listener of allison i'm not i only listen when i'm gonna do this yes you only listen to our show which lord's yeah. work but this is very allison she will stick on she, i don't even i don't it's not even probably supposed to be part of the show it'll be one little thing and then it'll just be like okay, when are we getting off of this topic? And it just goes on and on and on. And she's like, oh my gosh. So that's, it's telling of that, but like, but you're right. It is sort of like, why do we care to see his hair that she kept bringing up throughout the episode, like weaving in the threads of his hair? I mean, I'm sure it's a big deal to her, but. Doesn't he always me. have like rambunctious hair? I've never I, seen what he yes. looks like. Oh, 
Well, I mean, uh, let's open that pocketbook, head over to Patreon. I'll just Google him. <laughs> but also she used the word moist, like in the very beginning of the show. And my ears didn't want to hear anything after that either. So maybe we should rewatch and do that as a drinking game. Cause I don't think I even noticed. And she also finds that word appalling and distasteful. Maybe it was one of the guests that said it then. Oh, I don't know. Is- I'd have to get back. It's at the beginning. Okay. Anybody else want to comment on the the way Allison sticks on one topic for a very long time, mm. like us right now? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is to be short. I, I feel like like so so the, the that comes from the host not having a producer, mm. like a real producer, right? Like that the, the host Ooh, and shots fired. In, in a good in a good show, right? The host and the producer are separate people, right? Like, and the host is just like keeping the you know doing the performing, but the producer is like, this has been going on too long. We need to move it forward. But if you if you have if you combine those people, which is basically what happens with Allison, like it, the the rhythm's not quite right, and and that's that's the problem there. So I'm glad you brought that up because now I feel like Tony has started to call her out for it. It doesn't change that. She doesn't stop it, but he definitely calls her out for it. But but that also made me think now that Jeff has been filling in for Allison. <clears throat> um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh I think that Allison and Tony have finally gotten to a rhythm that has been good, except for Allison's now used to asking for drops from Tony and she's not used to having Jeff back. So now I find her, she's acting, asking Jeff for drops, which is like, he was on it this, this time. In fact, I'm sure Jen probably didn't even know a lot of times there were, they were drops because he does it so well. And we know the drop. So it's like, oh, he's playing his drops. But there were a few times Allison asked Jeff and I'm like, you don't have to worry. You can just like yeah. coast with Jeff. Like he's a good, like back and forth on that part. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Just mm-hmm. to coast with him. Mm-hmm. He knows how to, to push go the buttons. Back and forth he on pushes that part. the buttons <sighs> without even being asked. I mean, it's all steamy. the things. It is steamy. <laughs> I'll let you know all of the info about Jeff another time, Jen. I will. I can't wait. I'll text you the reasons and the seasons. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like wondering because, like, I'm getting like, is it going to be like a PO situation? P.O. That crush. I don't know if you want me to say it. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, I've mentioned that on here. Uh, so that was okay. before my crush on Dana Gould. I had a crush yeah, on Pat, yeah, Pat, Oswalt, Pat Oswalt. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's gotten better, but he's not like some hunky dude. He's nerdy. What's nothing wrong with nerdy? And no. you know what? Looks only take you so far in this world. Yeah. And he's he's cute to me. I don't know, but like, uh, but he's into a lot of the same things that I'm into. And like, just, he's funny. I like his sense of humor. He seems like a nice guy, like a nice guy once in my life. So why don't you guys go out? <laughs> Is he married? No, no, no. But Rafi said that once, if I exit my marriage, that maybe I should ask Jeff out. He thinks I should do. That was like a Yoda. I'm on board with that. I think <laughs> Rafi has a good idea. Me too. Luke's <laughs> in. We're all in. But, but Owen made something mostly because it'd be good for the show. <laughs> oh, it'd be thanks. weird if we all went together. The crash and burn of it all. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should actually make a double. I should make a like a back-to-back, like a double header. But ask 
Jeff out. And Oswald then all, and Jeff. No, and ask Jordan out because I know one will at least say yes, but like. <laughs> we both know who it'll be. Not either. <laughs> you can save us from this. Who didn't say their point yet? Luke? Luke, <laughs> yes. Did you say? Oh, no. no, uh, no Rafi. I- no, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I forgot already. <laughs> Do we, have any, do we have any more JMOs or anything? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. The, the <laughs> thing I wanted to talk about is that Allison was God, asking. on airplanes. Oh. <laughs> uh, Branch dressing. Was, Sorry. Allison was asking if anyone has like one thing that they look forward to each day. And I thought that was like, well, I, I do feel like you probably should have something you look forward to every day. And if like I had waking to say, up, <laughs> right, oh, right. It, no, it was specifically like the, the thing that's your sparkle in the morning, like yeah. a morning coffee or something like that. And, and no one had any good responses except for like yeah. Daniel started talking about, uh, matcha. Yeah. He's a matcha macho man. I had no idea what that was. I had to Google it. Really? Like that is such a, I like, feel like LA that thing. is shoved up our assholes in every place here. I hate the taste of it. It's not great. But it's, okay. I think it's a very, my kids like it. It's very specific. Like it's a very strong earthy flavor that is in every goddamn thing. I mean, every place has like a matcha flavored something. Damn, this Grassy. is not a single thing I've ever heard of before. Like I'd oh. never heard of it before this. And I had to like Google it and learn all everything about it. Yeah. I think it's because we have this like real melting pot in Southern California where it's like every uh, culture is like mixed here but like it's bastardized where it's like oh i'm at winchell's getting a matcha whatever where it's like okay rafi i you brought it up so i'm sure you had more to say yeah uh first of all it isn't matcha doesn't that just mean green tea i yes it's like a powder green tea powder but like i like green tea but for some reason matcha is like just too much i don't know what the difference is though i haven't looked it up because i don't care and Jordan had that thing about like, okay, all my friends that are into matcha are the ones that are microdosing. And then, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's like this, it's, it's this fad culture that is driven, driving True. matcha, and not really. It's funny because oh, I, a lot of my friends are, do, do mushrooms now and none of them call it microdosing. But a couple of years ago, when people were, I would just hear microdosing. That was, and I was like, okay, that doesn't sound like something I want to do. And I definitely have done shrooms recently. Like, and it's been, I guess it's microdosing because it's just a little like, and it was, it was fun. And I would like to do it again because it's super mellow and good. But I do have to say, if you're going to try it to anybody out there, do not mix it with other stuff because I definitely had a bad trip uh, recently. That was not great, but but it was just super mellow. It's not like uh, I have done actual shrooms and actually some, I did it with someone in this room too, but I'm not going to mention it. We could probably cut that out if they don't want to share, uh, <laughs> but they did not work at that time. But the first time I ever did it, I was 15 and I did full on mushrooms and I did hallucinate. And it was at the mud honey Sonic youth show, my first concert. And it was just like with Steve Montana, <laughs> I knew you were good. <laughs> like, here, here comes the Steve Montana. My crush, my biggest crush of all time. The original Patton Oswalt. He is the original Patton. If you look at the pictures of him now, I'm like, yeah, I could see it. <laughs> the Patton Oswalt of it all. Anyway, I started daydreaming. I'm like, ah. Anyway, but yeah, mushrooms. Anybody? <laughs> or matcha. <laughs> or a mixture. Or white chocolate. Or sleeveless sweaters. 
<laughs> the white chocolate. Let's talk about my, white like, chocolate. My gears were ground on that one. I know. Because Allison was like, she was talking about, I don't know if it was Allison or if it was one of the guests, honestly. Um, They're talking about like when they were. Well, kid, she went on and on about it. Then it was Allison. Yeah. Yeah. And how like they were shocked that it was white, but it tasted just like chocolate. And I was like, white I mean, chocolate doesn't taste anything like nothing chocolate. like it. There's an. It's but, like, to me, it just tastes like sugary butter, butter. Like it's just very, it's very mm-hmm. its own thing. And I know how Daniel's very, every, and first of all, I think this has been a yes, please, oh, please already. And I like how Allison thought she was going to really like get us all like, guess what? You guys hate it. I love it. Isn't I know I so weird for me. I do love it, but it's its own thing. I don't think like I, my favorite is dark chocolate. If I had to pick between milk and dark, but, but also like, I think Jordan or Jeff was saying, I can't remember. I should is I like both. If it's good quality, I like all chocolate. Like who doesn't like? Oh, no, no, shit? that was Daniel. That was about the okay. good quality. And I think Daniel got the good quality part wrong, which is like whether it's made of cocoa butter mm. or not. I think the thing that oh, Daniel yeah. likes is when they add vanilla into it. And I think that's the kind of of. But of also, white I think when they yeah. say white chocolate on some things, like Alice was saying, like it's a white coating. It's not necessarily like the white chocolate. So it's just like a waxy, weird white thing where you get like a real like lint white chocolate where it's like delicious that's a huge difference and yeah bring up the german yeah of course well don't you have good chocolate in berlin you must have really good chocolate there right no you must know where to get good chocolate i mean i mean uh, berlin isn't known for uh, for chocolate but you know germany in general like what are they known for just Just kidding no nothing really it's awful this place is terrible (laughs) they're known for clubs and getting really high coming coming into a club on a thursday getting really high and then suddenly it's sunday that's what berlin is known for Uh, that doesn't sound bad (laughs) per se yeah i can sell it no uh but uh uh yeah i i with 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 white chocolate like i think it's um i i i'm with more with jordan like the the when it's shaved and like put on a thing then that's like mm. it is as nice as this additive thing i i don't white chocolate on its own no thank you but like no, yeah no uh, yeah, uh oh please <laughs> but but uh but yeah like like white chocolate chips in a cookie or something like that yeah, that's kind of nice. Like, yeah, yeah, it has to be with something. It's not on its own. I'm not I'm not into it. But like, I definitely yeah. like it both ways. I'll take it all ways you can give it to me. But <laughs> it's just what you're in. The no, mood we're for. not going to say anything. about. Sometimes that. I'm in the mood for dark chocolate. Sometimes I'm in the mood for milk chocolate. Sometimes it's white chocolate. Amen. And I don't mind calling it white chocolate. A men. Right. I don't mind calling it chocolate because it has cocoa butter in it. So that's in the name. I don't give a shit. It's cocoa. It's fine. Get over it, Daniel. I don't care about definitions. You know what I'm talking about if I say white chocolate. It's easier to call it like that instead of whatever gack he called it or gorp or whatever the hell. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. He did say something like that. <laughs> it had a weird G name. Rafi. Yeah. Weird G name, like baby. Or not? He hates it because it's white. Oh, um, <laughs> well, I don't think I've ever had quote unquote real white chocolate then because the only white chocolate I know of is like super artificial, like the oh. Hershey's cookies and cream. Oh yeah. That's that okay. not white chocolate? That might be, but maybe the cocoa butter is a less percentage. It, that could be it. Cause it's more waxy instead of like that, cr- like creaminess. I don't know. Let's not get into food description words. I know what I'm getting him for his birthday next year though. Actually Christmas will be next. Just a block of real white chocolate that he can throw away and pack away with the rest of the rest of the crap that I've given him. <laughs> 
That's probably in the storage unit here in California still. I thought you were going to get me uh, a Twix because, you know, I love that uh, cookie crunch. I know you do. That's not in the Twix. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Oh boy. Did everybody say something from this week? Well, well are we going to talk about sex in the 80s? Are we... <laughs> That's gonna be the. That's gonna be how we open the show. Um, yes, <laughs> <laughs> let's definitely talk about that. Luke, you seem like you're chomping at. Uh, ch- I think it's champion. At the, I think I've been calling it wrong this whole time. Champion at the bit uh, to talk about '80s sex. Well, Go, Luke. I I, I totally. Uh, I think uh, there there are a bunch of people talking about. Uh, I think even Raman brought it up. It's like it was our first time like seeing like actual sex on television was like these 80s movies and that that was the same for me like my first the first time i ever saw like a naked woman was was revenge of the nerds oh Uh, i think that was the first time i saw we've got bush i was like that's yes looks like (laughs) exactly yeah and i think that's my first experience too I remember, yes, and I remember, I remember it was, and what made it really messed up was, like, we were watching it, like, as a family, so it was, like, my dad, my stepsister, my stepmom, and I were, like, watching this movie, and my dad was, like, close your eyes, <laughs> and, like, that, I Oh, didn't... that is exactly the first time, I think I had that experience with Mr. Mom, when they all go to the strip club, and my mom's, like, okay, we all, we are at the theater, and I think she was, like, okay, we all need to leave the room for a minute or something like that, when they were, like, <laughs> coming out in the strip club but but we did own vacation on vhs which is like beverly d'angelo's tease and christy brinkley's tease <laughs> do you see christy brinkley's boobs in that i think when she jumps into the pool you get like a a glimpse not that i memorized it or anything do you remember blue lagoon <laughs> <laughs> yes that's a weird 80s sex movie <laughs> <laughs> So there were, and the eighties were overtly sexual. Like, like they, I I didn't really like think about it, but like we were growing up in the height of TV raising me, like everything was sex. So like, I wonder how much of that, like, is the reason why I am the way I am. (laughs) Right. Like all the horror movies. So it's like, if you have sex and you're the one that's going to get chopped up by the serial killer. (laughs) I guess I'm next. Oh, I'm not next. (laughs) Rafi, you're the youngest one here. Uh, how much were you sexualized by the 80s? Um, well, if it wasn't for sex in the 80s, I wouldn't be alive. But Hey-o. I don't think that I, 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 I don't know. I've seen like some of these movies, but it's been so long. I, I don't know what to say, but I will say that uh, the hairy years are better than the hairless 2000s yes okay i agree with that but happy medium would be nice but yeah 100 percent. like you know daniel's talking about like all the like movies less or you know stuff has less sex now but you know like yeah in the 80s it was great and then and then in the 2000s what i remember is like there's that hbo series hung and and the whole premise of the series is like this guy had a really gigantic dick. I hope so. I was hoping it wasn't just like a euphemism, euphemism for something really lame and uninteresting. <laughs> and, and, and and they were they were selling him out as a prostitute. And I I I, I didn't watch the entire series. I watched maybe. I like two people are looking down, googling it right now. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're like I watched I the first two seasons. Two tops of heads and really intense. I watched eyes. two seasons of that show. I never saw that dude's 
cock. Like I'm, I'm actually pretty oh, angry about that. Alert. Like, well, they were, like, you know. I know they were just, I was just about to see their uh, videos go off. And, uh, <laughs> Lisa and I recently were bombarded with penises. So that is true. I bet television penises. We were, and not by ones that we, but I mean, I mean, any penis is a penis, but still I just, I, it was, yeah, that was a little bit. Neither much. of them are Jewish. I noticed. I so. didn't, I didn't zoom in, but you don't have to zoom in to see that. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Way to go, David Foley. And yeah. uh, anyway. was it Bruce McCullough or was it the other guy? No. So, okay. Sorry. Just give him, cause did any, Luke, did you ever watch Kids in the Hall? Rafi, I know you probably didn't. Of course. It, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So we grew up watching that obviously because the nineties and like, it was the best show ever. I was scrolling on Amazon Prime for something to watch and I saw, oh, Kids in the Hall is on. I was like, oh, that would be a fun rewatch. So I downloaded it and I just kind of like, I was got whatever distracted. I came back to it. And I'm like, I'm going to take a look and watch this again. Just have some filler and revisit the old days. And I was like, wait a second, it's a fucking new season. It was a new, it just came out. So I was like, oh, I had no idea. So if anything, watch like the first five minutes of the first episode. <laughs> Just watch it, Luke, and then let us know. Okay. 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 We'll get your we'll get your reaction on the next episode. Everyone should watch it. Everyone should watch it, and let us know your reaction. (laughs) You can watch it instead of Formula One. Yeah. You're telling me that Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall and News Radio (laughs) shows his hog on Amazon Prime. If that's not tempting you enough, I don't know what is. Wow. Formula One, be damned. David Foley is is uh, neck and neck <laughs> to, to win the race. Definitely a turtleneck <laughs> I don't know why I had to wink at the camera, but I did. So up your Patreon subscription, guys, because you will see me wink at the camera at David Foley's hog. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, they were talking about young crushes. And I know we've talked about this a little bit, Rafi, but I'd like to go around the room. And it's almost, I, I wish I could remember Jen's crushes from when uh, we were younger. But guess what? I totally know. So I want to know young crushes. I want to know if you had po- what posters you had, if any, if any, I don't know, posters. And if you kissed any of these posters or pictures, let's go with, should we start with Jen or Luke or Rafi first? Uh-huh like luke or rafi okay luke let's see. let's go let's roll it off with you i never had a pit, uh, poster that i kissed the the thing that i i the thing that that part of the show reminded me of is um <laughs> i i the first time that i ever was in public and realized that like oh i have to like put a bag or something in front of my body <laughs> like, you know, like like something that like obscures like yeah was no uh, sweatpants I, for you <laughs> right no right i was at a i was at a star trek convention <laughs> oh did you get a lot of bonus i don't think star you had, that is a, the perfect question like a hard on Klingon <laughs> situation no i was in line I said Klingon. <laughs> i was in line to get an autograph from marina sirtis who played deanna troy on star trek star trek the next generation and i i got up and i like i I, I didn't have a photo and there was a guy that like I had talked were to. Were you holding eyes. the photo and your hands were up here? It, were, were you... <laughs> Would you sign this for me, please? <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't there yet, but then I handed it to her and then she went to sign it and like 
she like, you know, bent over to sign it. And then like the, the girls were out and it's like, and I was, I was like 11 or 12 or something like that. And it was just like, not a thing I was ready for. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. That was my, that's my story. <laughs> good story. That's a pretty good story. This made me also think about the fact that I think it was Daniel saying he had a crush on Ali Sheedy at 12 or 11. And I was thinking about how young that is. Like, I don't think my, like this generation of, of people and like maybe the past, I don't know how many, I don't think that there was, maybe it's because we're not so sexualized on as much on TV and in movies, even though it still is. But to have crushes that young on adults, I don't think that's a, I don't know if that's a thing anymore. My, I, my kids don't seem to be all like googly, but I don't hear other kids. That doesn't seem the word on the streets that's, you know, there's no crushes on, on people like that anymore uh, for, at that young of an age. We'll save Jen for last. Little Rafi, oh. crushes, posters, kisses, or boners at uh, Star Trek conventions. We can throw that into the mix now, too. I have more. I would never. You have more I boners? Would, <laughs> I have more boner stories. <laughs> this is a podcast boner. I think I've mentioned before, the only poster I remember having was of the Orbits girl. Orbit? Right, that's right. That's Orbit right. gun. And I keep meaning to do something about that, but okay, I'll, pe- I'll put that in my back pocket. But I think I I went and like Google searched who it was and I'm like, oh, that doesn't look like who I remember. So they must have changed people and I don't know which one. But no, I would never kiss a poster because I I, I don't. What do you get out of that? Not not much. They kiss you back. Um, (laughs) Uh, Um, Theater of the mind, baby. (laughs) And young crushes. I, I feel like there were so many like any gal from that was on the tv i i, I guess yep <laughs> any old gal any old yeah. gal did you kiss the telly no definitely not okay um would you like me to go jen or did you want to go i'll go I just, okay i mean well okay so like junior high there was a new kids on the block thing it yeah. was jordan knight for new kids on the block that was so embarrassing but actually like i used to think this is funny because, you know, I, I follow, I think I've talked before how I follow his brother on Instagram because he has like a farmhouse fixer show that I'm super into. And I always thought like when I had a crush on him, when I was, I was 12, they, like that's how old he was, but they are not our age. They are older. So it was actually wildly inappropriate. And it was short lived because when I started high school, I was like a little bit still into him. And then as soon as I got a boyfriend, <clears throat> I was, I was done. I mean, and your boyfriend was... Hot. Jordan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you know, like Rafi was saying, like, you have a crush on someone, but then you can have sex in real life. Like, why would you keep that crush on that person that's like, that is true. And as and, I recently found out, a completely grown man that I should not have been into. But move along, cat. Now sitting on my notes. That was my first and only crush. Yeah. New Kids on the Block. I feel like it was longer than um, middle school because I didn't meet you until high school. Well, so it was I definitely... in, into high school. Oh, okay, okay, I okay. Dating Mike, yeah. Okay. I definitely remember all the paraphernalia. I kept that for a long time. Yeah, for sure. That big like pillow that was on the ground, the NKOTB pillow and the board games. It's a lot of fun. Would you move along, little doggy? <laughs> Thank God you're not. But I'm not into it. I mean, by the way, they're still touring and making money. I've learned all this off the one guy's Instagram. It blows my mind. I'm glad that you still have crush. Um, so no, it's not him. It's a different one. Did you ever? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. In that case, did you? Oh my gosh! So no. you didn't kiss any of the posters, pillows, 
action figures, stickers. I'm trying to remember t-shirts, sheets, I believe. Anything. I didn't kiss any of them, but I also didn't go to their shows and freak out and cry the way other girls did. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just didn't have that type of connection. I see. It was a crush. So I definitely, it's weird to say this because I don't have this issue now, but I had crushes when I was younger. I don't get those anymore at all. Not at all. Not at all. But when I was younger, I think I was probably, it had to be 10-ish or around there because I lived in Texas still. So that was when I moved when I, I think I was like 10 or 11 or 12 when I moved. So anyway, it was somewhere in there, but I had two posters in my closet and one was Madonna and one was Don Johnson. And I (laughs) kissed the Don Johnson poster. And I would get dressed looking at the Madonna one, like wishing that I looked like her. Cause I was like, Don Johnson would totally be into me if I just looked like Madonna. <laughs> he was a grown man. I know. And he had a cigarette in the, in the poster. How many years older is Don Johnson than us? Alexa, how old is Don Johnson? Don Johnson, 72 years old. <laughs> He's what? Well, quite 70, a bit older. 72 years old. I'm gonna snort. Hold on. No, keep that mic. <laughs> keep that mic on. We want. We want all the snorts. <laughs> She's dying. <laughs> all right. So that was the one time I ever no, looked old. An older man. Do not man. move on. Do not move on. I need to do the math. Wait, see, he's seventy-three right now. Seventy-two. Oh, seventy-two. Not seventy-three. Let's not get nuts. <laughs> <laughs> see he was 36 and you were 10 i just want to make sure <laughs> i thought my new kids on the block was inappropriate <laughs> well mine was wildly is he inappropriate older than your dad yeah i think my dad is probably 70 i guess yeah he was born in 50 yeah so that's weird um <laughs> this is good yeah then when I was older in middle school, I had a huge crush on Tommy Lee, like huge crush on him. So I had, but I did not, I did not take pictures. I did not take pictures. I did not. I had his pictures up on the wall. Like I'd rip them out of my like heavy metal magazines and they were like up on my wall, but I did not kiss them. But Allison brought up the fact that she used to cover the eyes of her posters, uh, the eyes with like pieces of paper. So they wouldn't watch you undress. I feel like I did something like that, but I, I don't, I don't remember what it was that I did. I probably had drawn eyes more wide open to watch me get undressed i mean like let's be real I, and this is before we all knew he had a big hog too like i just already knew i know where my bre- bed is bed my bed is buttered <laughs> you know where your matcha enemas come from <laughs> <laughs> jesus age praise anyway i lost any attraction to him after he like got you know real famous for i don't know every girl wanted him i'm like oh i just thought he was like kind of the nerdy one of the group he's still hot right yeah i get i don't know he's got that la look that's so gross i like the 80s la look i guess but like the now one and the pamela anderson stuff it's like he just looks like walking aids to me it's just disgusting or hep c or like sorry (laughs) sorry i didn't mean to offend anybody (laughs) jesus christ just don't tweet it lisa oh yeah i never answered that i definitely have gone back and deleted tweets (laughs) Okay. Anyway. All right. Is that, is that in from Thursday or are we good? Should we wrap there this? Be any more? I mean, I've got tons of notes. I only highlighted like the main things and you know, I think we're good. 
little Rafi's got a, a race to get to, I'm sure. He just looks like he's geared up. He's like waving. He's, at, he's even listening he's now. He's, he's, it. Yeah, he's, he's waving a checkered it, yeah. flag already. Just like, okay. <laughs> All right, let's wave the uh, checkered flag on this episode. If you'd like to be on the show, email bfpodcast at gmail.com. And I will be posting a new schedule for July soon. And uh, follow all the social medias like trice said last time if you uh follow us already you're listening and if you're listening you already follow so you know i don't need to tell you little rafi where can we find you i am a goddamn fool and i was confused with yesterday's time quali was at four the race started at two so i've been watching formula one for quite some time it's funny because you're still more engaged than you are when you're not watching a show so i or a, well, a it's race. because i'm excited about something while Allison's, i'm recording for Allison's, once uh, oh wow. uh anyway if you would like to find me you can find me on this show apparently this is zip opportunity there sorry i talked over you but you don't want to be found anyway luke where can we find you <laughs> Kazoo <laughs> tight. Thank you. So you can find me on the you can find me sneezing into my microphone. You can find me uh on the uh Facebook group and then um I'm technically technically at Draco Malfoy on Twitter, but I haven't posted anything in a long time. I've, I think that's everybody's Twitter experience. Yeah. East Coast Jen, where can we find you? You should change your name to that somewhere. Good, huh? Um You're like could, huh? <laughs> but I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah in the facebook group although i don't know i don't really need people to find me i'm good i'm good where i'm at okay in a bunker somewhere in uh, north Krakalaki, we will is where we will find you with uh, a purple and pink yarmulke on it is pink only sorry i thought it was two-toned with the hearts it's just two uh, textures of pink all right bfs you truly are the fucking best thank you and good night yay I like beginning and ending the show with a yay. That's nice. Are we done? We are. Why does it still say recording? I was going to stop if Rafi said something. I was waiting. <laughs> Let's not quarrel. Let's not fight.
the wrong thing diarrhea in a can i don't think i've had one of these but i would probably like it <laughs>